0: This is PFCX, opening the doors of the Mystery Playhouse once again. And for your pleasure tonight, we've selected a mystery play that has been recognized by many critics as a modern classic. It's Ladies in Retirement, written by Edward Percy and Reginald Dental. It is not a whodunit. You'll know the murderer. Your problem will be to guess whether or not the murderer will be caught. And if so, how? I think you'll find the guessing very fascinating. Listen now to Ladies in Retirement. In England, in the remote and lonely marshes of the Thames River below Gravesend, is a place called Estuary House. There, seated before a piano, is an aging woman, wearing a flaming, unabashed red wig. She is singing a song of her youth.
1: In your little inside, with a shake A willow, a willow, Well, young man, just who are you? Albert's name,
2: Albert Feather. He
1: brushed right past me, Miss Chris, right past me at the door. Oh, it's all right, Lucy. You run back to your kitchen now and get on with your work. Mm, just as you wish, Miss Fisk. So, <laughs> you're Ellen
2: Creed's nephew, Albert. Right. The one who clerks in the bank at present. Your obedient servant, Mum. <laughs> and uh, you, I take it to Miss Fisk. Aunt Ellen wrote me that you were bringing her down here as your housekeeper. Uh, shall I have to wait long for Aunt Ellen? About a week. She's gone up to London. A week? Oh, Lord. That has done it. I'm done for, that's all. Just done for. Is something wrong, Albert. Well, I'm short in my petty cash account at the bank, and if I don't put it back by the time the cashier checks up tonight, it. Well, it's the job for me. I, uh, don't suppose that you.
1: What's the amount?
2: Well,. It... 12 pounds. Cards? Racing? A girl? Oh, no, an actress there. There, there, there was a company in Gray's End last
1: week. Oh, at the Old Rand? I played there myself. Front row in the chorus. Oh, years ago, of course. Well, you shall have your 12 pounds, Albert. <laughs> like to see where I keep my
2: petty cash? In the fireplace there?
1: No, here in the old <laughs> bake oven.
2: Bake oven? Lummy. Why, oh, you could roast a whole ox in
1: there. Oh, it is big for what's in it. <laughs> now, let me see. Here's five. Mm-hmm. Another five, That's and right. two ones. That's right. Twelve pounds.
2: Oh, you are a peach, Missy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Albert, there's no reason your Aunt Ellen need ever know you've even been here today. You can pay your first official call this day next week. Be a bit of a family reunion for you then. Aunt Ellen's in London. She's gone up to fetch your Aunt Louisa back to visit. Aunt
2: Louisa?
1: Oh, oh no. Uh, oh, Ellen told me about Louisa. Uh, she says she's, well, uh, uh, rather pathetic. <laughs>
2: oh, pathetic? Yes. Trust Aunt Ellen to give it the best name. Uh, well, Miss Fisk, I, I hope you've got strong nerves. You'll need her meditating my, my pathetic old Aunt Aunt Louisa. <laughs>
3: Louisa, dear, don't you think you could take your bird outside now?
4: Oh, please don't be cross with me, Ellen. He's such a soft, quiet
3: bird. Yes, dear. But I think you'd much better take him out into the garden and bury him. You know how Miss Fisk feels about your bringing things like that into the house.
4: I hate her. Miss Fisk in her horrid red wig.
3: We have her to thank for these four months here together.
4: Ellen, can't we send Miss Fisk away? And then we could be really alone. But I keep telling you, dear. This is her house. Oh, you you won't send me back to London to the awful ugly streets. Ellen, promise. Promise me you'll never send me away. Oh,
3: my darling, I do promise. I promise nothing shall ever make me send you away. Run along now, dear. Out into the garden. Quick.
4: Ah. Remember, Helen. You promised.
3: Yes, my darling. Yes. I promised.
1: Well, Helen. Leonora, please give me a little more time. Time? Time. I invited your sister here for a few days, and she stayed on for four months. Well, couldn't she stay here permanently?
3: I'd pay for her board. You could take it out of my wages. So that's what you've been scheming for. I didn't scheme. I only hoped. Oh, Leonora, when my father was dying, he made
1: Louisa over to me. She's a sacred trust, and I...
3: Well, I, I, I've nowhere else to send it. No, this I I won't
1: do, Ellen. You haven't been fair with me from the start. You never told me, me Louisa was, well, what she is. I told you she was rather pathetic. Pathetic, eccentric. She's feeble-minded. I say your sister belongs in an institution. I will not have her here any longer. She's got to get out. Very well, Leonora.
3: It's your house. And I'll take Louisa out of it by sundown. By sundown of this very day.
4: Driving in a carriage. Oh, Ellen, this is wonderful. But who fixed Miss Fisk? supper. Now that you've sent Lucy off on her holiday.
3: Don't worry about Miss Fisk's supper, Louisa.
4: Oh, a driver.
3: Driver, stop right at the foot of this hill. Louisa, yes. I'm getting out now, and I'm going back to the house. Oh, but, but I'm Ellen. going to try to persuade Miss Fisk to sell us her house.
4: Oh, oh, you are clever. Oh, Ellen.
3: Now, quiet please. I want you to put your hand on your heart and swear an oath. Swear. That as long as you live, you will never tell anyone about my trying to buy Missus House.
4: Helen, you—you frighten me. Where did
3: I say? Now, this instant. Uh,
4: uh, all right, Helen, I—I I swear on my heart.
3: There, there—that's my good darling. Oh, oh! Give me a scarf. Please.
4: My scarf? But Helen, you
3: won't I... need it in the carriage, Louisa, and I might need it. Where I'm going. Thank you, darling.
4: You can go now, driver. Very good, ma'am.
1: right, if you ask me. (laughs) Here's to you, Leonora Fisk, mistress of your own house once more. Ellen? Is that you, Ellen? Could have sworn the front door opened. Felt the draught. (laughs) Well, Though I probably shall Mm. not expect late as I die, a oh, willow, tit, willow.
5: Oh.
3: yes, Louisa, yes, my darling, I promise. Too, you came to see us? Better late than ever, auntie.
2: How are you, old girl?
4: Just to think, Eleanor, I didn't know him when I opened the door. If the vicar hadn't been here, I'd have been afraid to let him in. The vicar was here? For a few minutes. He asked when Miss Fitz could be back. Oh? I said I didn't know how long she'd stay abroad. <laughs> i surprised he'd be if he knew she isn't coming back to this house at all. Louisa, of course she's coming back
3: here. I'm afraid you've overexcited her, Albert. Now, Louisa, darling, run
2: along upstairs and take your nap.
4: Oh, but I wanted to have tea with him. You
2: shall have supper with him. Uh, now, before you ask me to supper, out, Ellen, don't you think you'd best know why I've come? Well, what do you mean, Albert? Well, uh, I've no time to beat about the bush. The police are after me, or will be, as soon as the bank gives them my description. The bank? Albert, oh, you haven't stolen money from the bank. Oh, it's, it's my first mistake, auntie. Now, if you'll just hide me until it's safe to leave... I want to make a fresh start. America, Australia, anywhere. But they They might search this house. Oh, no, they won't. Now, I didn't meet a soul on the way over from Gravesend, except your vicar, and he'll forget me in five minutes. I know these absent-minded old duffers. Oh, don't look at me as if I were a murderer, auntie. I may be light-fingered, but I haven't got blood on my hands. No. No. you
3: haven't. I'll hide you, Albert. I've no right to turn you away.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, Auntie Louisa, will you cheat me again at cribbage, or shall I tickle the ivories a bit for you, eh? <laughs> oh,
4: Albert, you are so funny. Well, I'm
2: glad you appreciate me, me old stalker, Celery. Ah, here's a tune just your vintage. Remember? Oh,
4: Albert, stop it. Don't play that tune.
2: Oh, why ever not? Don't you like it? Ellen doesn't.
4: She made me stop humming it. I expect she got tired hearing Miss Fisk singing it. Oh, I'm so glad Miss Fisk's not coming back to this house. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have said that.
2: Yes, you said it once before, and Aunt Ellen shut you up.
4: Well, I, I swore for Ellen I'd never tell anyone. She's bought this house from Miss Fisk. Auntie
2: bought this house from Miss Fisk. <laughs> Oh, go on. She couldn't have. She lost all her money. Did
4: she? Oh, yes, but she's got most of it back
2: now. Has yes, she now? Auntie always was a shrewd old canary. I, uh, wonder if she keeps much cash about the house. <laughs>
3: burglar? Uh, why, the padlock on the bake oven door's open. So you're the burglar.
2: Here, now. There's nothing behind that my girl. Miss Fisk kept all her money there. It's the old bake oven. Bake oven, my foot. Here, have a look.
1: Oh, it's all bricked up. Yes. Must have been done while I was on my holiday. But whatever for? Why should anybody want to... Brick up the back of them.
2: Now I don't know, Lucy, my love, but I'm sure I'm going to find out before I'm through around here. There
3: I finished my letter.
2: Come
4: along
3: now, dear. We're
2: late for church. Bye. Bye-bye, Albert. Goodbye, aunts. Have a good pray. Lucy. Lucy, bring in the kitchen mirror. Quick, my pet. Look sharp, will oh, you? come in.
1: Here, what do you want with a mirror? A loving look at your face?
2: No, a look at this desk lotter.
1: Huh?
2: Aunt Ellen's been writing a letter, and I've an idea. It was an answer to the one that came special messenger from Miss Fisk this morning. Oh, well, you
3: must be off your head. Oh,
2: come Thought. What? Now listen to this. In reply to your query, I can't make out the next few words, the signature on the check made out to Ellen Creed is mine. Owing to a sprained rest. there may have been discrepancies in my signatures on recent checks. Yours very truly, Leonora Fisk. <laughs> Leonora Fisk? That's
1: right. You're outside Leonora Fisk? What? She's fooling the bank and taking Miss Fisk's money.
2: Yeah, recognize this, Lucy? Found it tucked out of sight in the cupboard upstairs. What's
1: Miss Fisk's wig?
2: Her best red wig. That's right. Now, Lucy, I've oh. got a scheme to get to the bottom of all this. But, uh, I'll need your help carrying it out. Well, what is it you want me to do? Easy as pie and simple as Simon. Tonight, when Aunt Ellen's in bed... You ought to put on this red wig and sit down at the piano and play us a tune. What? Uh, Sort of a a, a tableau, you might say. And someday, Lucy, you may be playing for me in a house that's our own little home,
5: eh?
2: (laughs) you tempt a holy saint, Albert.
3: bad dream again. What's that? The piano. Downstairs. She's come back. She's... Oh, nothing. Just nerves. No, just my imagination. Oh, there's nothing downstairs. I'll... I'll just go and see. Be able to see from the landing. Just hear from the turn in the landing. told you were very good to me, Albert, after I fainted last night.
2: It's a dangerous habit of yours, sleepwalking.
3: I wasn't asleep. thought I heard something, and I came down to investigate.
2: (coughs) Albert! Oh, now steady, auntie. Hearing ghosts again. It was only me knocking out my pipe on the bake oven door. Did you think someone inside was knocking to get out? What's
3: behind that remark, Albert?
2: Oh, you know very well. By the way, here's something you may want. Sort of a... Uh, a souvenir. The wig. Then
3: it was you last
2: night. That's right. Me and Lucy. Look. She was at the piano wearing the wig. And, well, the game's up, auntie.
3: Lucy?
2: knows too. Oh, she suspects something's up. She's got no real idea. Trust little Albert for that. You know, auntie, I've changed my mind about leaving England matter of fact, I'll need a little money for a wedding present. I might decide to marry Lucy. So you've come to the conclusion that it's safer to be a blackmailer than a thief. That's right.
3: But surely you wouldn't want to stay on here with me. I will not. You'd never be quite sure, would you? You've got a hearty appetite, Albert. Do you think you'll enjoy your meals now?
2: Yeah, you'd never do it a second time. You're bluffing.
3: Am I? It takes quite a bit of courage to kill the first time. But once you've sold your soul to the devil, it comes easy. I think you know I did it to provide my poor sister with a home and happiness. She's all I have and she was left in my care. And don't think I'm going to hand over what I've taken for her to a treacherous little snake.
2: What's that? Oh. Oh, good morning, Vicar. Uh, I I thought perhaps you should know. Uh, My wife's just had a call from the Gravesend police. Police? Gravesend, you say? Yes. They're looking for a young man who's stolen some money from a bank. The description was very like your nephew, Miss Greed. I've got to move fast, Auntie. Got any cash, Andy?
3: Yes, in my purse. Here, auntie.
2: Ah well thanks a lot auntie. My wife didn't know your nephew was here Miss Creed so naturally she said nothing about him to the police. They've gone to ask at decoy farm. Decoy farm that's quite close. Well you win old girl don't you? No hard feelings though. I'm a game loser I am. I'll see you in church eh? I, I'm sorry it was your nephew Miss Creed. I'm afraid he won't get far. Goodbye.
3: Goodbye Vicar and thank you. Very well, Lucy. You can come down off that stair landing now. Lucy, do you hear me? Uh,
1: uh, I'm sorry, miss. I I was just...
3: Eavesdropping can be a very dangerous thing.
1: Well, how much do you know?
3: No, only about
1: Mr. Albert. Nothing about you. Nothing at all. Oh, no. Stay where you are. Don't
3: come any closer. Why should you be afraid of me, Lucy? Sit down. No. Let's talk
1: for a bit. No. You're trying to trick me. Like you tricked Miss Fisk and murdered her and and bricked her up in the bank over there. No, stay back, stay back!
5: I
4: you. Oh, Ellen, coming in just now. Lucy just passed me, running like the wind towards that farmhouse. The one with a funny name, you know.
3: Yes, I know. Decoy Farm. Some gentlemen from Gravesend are there. Lucy wants to talk to
4: them. Gravesend? Uh, are they friends of Albert?
3: No. Not friends, Louisa. Tell me, my darling, have you been happy
4: while you've been here? Oh, Yes. <laughs> So happy. Oh, it's been so, so lovely and peaceful here all by ourselves. Oh, I, I hope Lucy won't bring those gentlemen back here.
3: She won't. I promise. Now, my dear, I have to tell you goodbye. I have to go now. Over to meet those gentlemen. I felt
0: Well, creeps, you've been listening to Ladies in Retirement written by Edward Percy and Reginald Denham and adapted for radio by Elizabeth and Jane Park. The original music was composed and conducted by Alexander Semler. Miss Leslie Woods was featured in tonight's play. Until next time, then, this is PFCX, closing the door to the minister of class. coming.